Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Degenerates, potentially uh, the last episode under that name, but stick around, we'll discuss that later. Um, joining me as always is the panel of DGens. we've got The Thumb, we've got Colton, and we've got Thick Nick. How we doing boys? Doing, doing great. great for this Wednesday evening. Yeah. Thanksgiving's tomorrow at the time of recording, so that's awesome. Different locations, same shit. <laughs> What you what you got, Cody? I said I'm feeling great for this Wednesday. First time we've done a Wednesday recording, um, with the holidays being tomorrow and Black Friday and a lot of NFL games and college on Thursday, Friday. It was my idea to possibly record the show earlier, and here we are. Yeah, I'm actually I like the decision. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. he actually brought it up because uh, you know four <laughs> NFL games and a handful of college games that. Uh, you guys might want to have on the slate. Um, it'd be good to get those in before we before we record. Um, looking back at last week, um, we had a tie for the week, which was Nick and Colton at three and three. Cody was two and four, and uh, the way we're going to break that tiebreaker um, to decide order of uh, who's who's given their picks is going to be. Um, the amount of parlay picks that they had right for our group parlays. And so Nick had one group parlay pick that hit and Colton, unfortunately did not have any that hit. Um, so Nick will get a, do our, uh, give his picks first, um, for the week. Uh, let's talk about our parlays though, fellas, rough week for parlays for us. Um, Yikes. Oregon state minus two and a half versus Washington did not hit, uh, Baylor versus TCU under 58 and a half. They went 59 and JMU versus App State. JMU loses in overtime. Cody cursed JMU. Uh, Pat McAfee losing his mind on college game day. Uh, still couldn't break the, the curse of the thumb. Yeah, I think they just had too much podcast time and they just had to jinx it. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, to yeah. cut in really quick. I got bets tonight that I'm watching in the middle of this, so I'm watching Raptors Pacers. I needed one more point or rebound from Scotty Barnes to hit the over, and he just made a dunk. So that puts him over. I mean, it's only going to get net me like 12 bucks over three bets, but money's money. So, sorry. I just had to... I'm pumping my fist because I'm excited about that. Moving to our uh, our NFL parlay, we were a little closer on that. Uh, Dolphins Raiders under 46 and a half Chargers money, money line versus the Packers. Uh, not so much. I, I, I still think Cody cursed that one. Um, cause in his regular picks, he took, uh, he took Packers. What'd you say you took, or you went against the Packers and they, I, yeah. So you went against I'm your own team. You went against your own team and then they screwed us. Um, and then Cowboys versus Panthers over 41 and a half hit so um decent on the nfl uh just got screwed by a by a fluke game probably um but let's take a let's just take a brief walk through last week do you guys have any big wins uh bad beats i didn't i didn't get a chance to really look at everybody's like pay attention to the games on everybody's picks but how'd you guys' week go were we sweating it was it a pretty easy week to watch? 
I um for my first like I guess full week on sleeper, it was really nice for me. Um, I had a nice four pick ticket, whatever you want to call it, for a nine point seven two times payout. Uh, I put five on it, won me forty eight sixty in total. I had to sweat that one out. Uh, the last one was Evan Mobley, twenty eight and a half points, rebounds, assist. Took it to overtime to get it. So pretty glad about that. Um, I've won a couple here and there. A couple of random two picks, three picks. Um, I had a really nice one for Jalen Warren's rushing yards over last weekend with Sabonis points and rebounds, 131 off that. It's Sleeper's been treating me pretty well, so it's been definitely helping me with the bankroll in the bank account. It's been nice. I uh, I started doing Sleeper after last week's podcast, and um, I think I've lost every bet I've put into it. So I, I'm going <laughs> on a little bit of a hiatus from, from Sleeper. Um, I will say from last week's picks that the two ones that, uh, that I was surprised to hit were the two that I, uh, bet because of my favorites as in the KU plus nine and a half against K state. Um, especially with Bean not playing, I was kind of surprised that that actually hit. They still ended up losing, unfortunately, but it was a pretty solid game. And then I think Drake, you actually gave me shit for taking the Cardinals plus five and a half yeah, at the Texans, but it was i don't know how vegas does it but they end up losing by five but i still hit my bet so it's crazy how spot on the lines are it's impressive yeah i mean we we talked a little bit about it i think last week and over a couple other shows of like you know do we think that the um you know like that the leagues are you know kind of being paid off or or whatnot by sports books or sports books are controlling the outcomes or whatnot and Honestly, the more I'm looking at it, I'm just I just kind of feel like they that the odds makers are good at their job. You know what I mean? Um, but that they're so good at their job that it, it it does make you raise some eyebrows. You know, to be like, damn, like you know they 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 set the over under of Baylor TCU at fifty eight and a half, and it goes fifty nine. You know what I mean? Like it's right. just there that happens more often than you might think, and yeah, it's 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 crazy how good odds makers are at their job. I mean, it sucks when you lose by half a point on anything or like half a stat or whatever on anything, but it's like yeah, it's pretty damn good they can get that close. What about you, Cody? Did you sweat it out this weekend or were you just like, eh, to hell with it? Eh, a little both. Or there's a few games I sweated out. For the UNC plus seven and a half against Clemson. Um, UNC was within anywhere from seven to fourteen going into the going into fourth quarter. They were down by seven, I think, and then fourth quarter is just owned by Clemson. Um, and then for the Chargers, minus three against the Packers, the uh, rookie Quentin Johnson dropped a touchdown, which pending the extra point would have put the Chargers up twenty-seven twenty-three. So I feel like I should have won that one if a rookie does not drop a touchdown pass. I don't want to talk um, about drop touchdown passes. <laughs> that's also a very good point, Colton. Sorry, Chiefs fan. Um, in non-degenerates bets, I actually hit a 21-leg parlay that was plus 9,025, so I was pretty excited about that. I mean, I was giving I you bet, shit about... I bet $1. Yeah, what'd, you, what'd that pay out at? I, I bet $1, and I won 91.25. Yeah, I was giving you shit about that... Uh, for only betting a dollar, but I mean, in all honesty, it, uh, that's, that is good bankroll management. I mean, you place a bet that you 
are almost certain is not going to hit, then don't put a lot of money on it. You know, like, so kudos to you. You made that giant parlay and you, you bankroll management well. There was two games on that 21 parlay. Uh, Missouri had to kick a field goal, drive the length of the field with, I think, a minute and a half, le- minute and a half left. And then good old Chet for the Thunder hit a turnaround three with one point some seconds on the clock. So I did get extremely lucky on the 21-leg parlay. So you, you had multiple sports on a 21-leg parlay? Yes. I had a mixture of NBA, college basketball, and college football. Hmm. See, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm weird. I don't like to mix sports. Um, I don't like to mix leagues. So, like, if I build a parlay, I'm building, like, an all-props parlay for the NBA. Or I'm building an all-college football parlay. I'm building an all-NBA, you know, straight bets, like money line or, or spread or totals. Like, I'm not going to – I don't like to mix and match a lot. But that's – doesn't really i mean it, it paid off for you it just doesn't ever work for me that's the only time it's worked for me by the way so <laughs> what what made you decide to just throw 21 seemingly random picks on a slate and throw a dollar on it um well i was uh drinking my morning coffee and i'm like i'm a little ocd so in my bankroll has to be like a zero cent amount or like a multiple of five so i was at like 26 dollars in it so i was like let's just go through and just pick random teams here and i didn't realize i was at 21 until i hit hey place bet and i was like oh shit that's 21 legs (laughs) and then here we are fair enough fair enough um well let's go ahead and hit yeah no joke let's go ahead and get into the ncaa picks for the week and as i said before uh nick technically won last week with a record of three and three um and i believe for ncaa yeah you were two and one in the ncaa um and you won the tiebreaker with colton by having one pick hit on your parlays so nick let's go ahead and go with you on your ncaa picks for this week all right. Um, I got Iowa, Nebraska under 26 is what I got. I know that's 26 points for a college game. I would be shocked if Nebraska and Ohio or Iowa, Ohio. I can't. I'm thinking of the game in the big house, Ohio State, Michigan. That's going to be a great game. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, Iowa, Nebraska, all the Iowa, Nebraska fans around me talk about this game and how it's going to be a great game. I would be shocked if they score three points apiece. Like, I think they're going to hit the under regardless. Iowa's office doesn't impress me. Um, I think Nebraska's got a pretty good defense, too. I think their offense slightly edges out Iowa. Um, Memphis Temple over 64. I kind of like how both teams' offenses have been moving this year, so I think that'll be a decently high-scoring game. I feel like those weird, like, they're not Mac, but what are they, like, Sunbelt? I don't know. They're one of those not Power 5 conferences that... Who's the, who's the what are Memphis they? and Temple? Yeah, are Memphis they and Temple. Are they, con- are they? Are they? I feel like those like they're in the not power five ones. Like they got some really high scoring potential. That's like my really my only thought behind that. Honestly, um, I locked in Texas minus thirteen and a half against the team of the degenerates, Texas Tech. So they make an appearance once again. Uh, I don't see why Texas shouldn't blow them out of the water. I think Texas is still really good. They just had a really hot and cold kind of year. It's there. It's been a really weird year of college football outside of uh, well, like Georgia and Washington. 
even Florida State with uh, their quarterback going down. It's been weird. It's been a really weird year of college football. So Texas should get back on track. Um, I don't know if they're playing in their champion, their conference championship game. I don't believe so. I think that's K-State and somebody else. But regardless, I think they'll win by 14, no problem against Tech. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to I, – I don't have an issue with Texas, but it's hard for me to, to vote – to vote to pull for Texas. Um, and I think part of that is Steve Sarkeesian. Like he just rubs me the wrong way. Like going back to that video <laughs> of, of him in the tunnel and the, the guy's just doing his job, what he would do to anybody standing there, like keeping his hands out to like hold the guys back. Don't take this, don't take the field yet. You know, he's, he's trying to make sure that he does his job because the, the, you know, the camera people, the TV people are, you know, they're pretty strict on when you can and cannot be out there or whatnot. So he's just doing his job and Sarkeesian loses his mind. Um, I know that was last year, but I don't know, just watching some of his uh, mannerisms on the sideline. Um, I don't know. They just rubbed me the wrong way, but either way that doesn't take away from the fact that Texas is a good team. So yeah, he wasn't a very good USC coach either. So that that being said, uh, I if you are not betting, regardless of what it is, if you are not betting the Iowa under by now, you don't like money. <laughs> Let's just put like it's yes, this is going to be the week Iowa scores twenty points, it, and it could it <laughs> could it could be, but my God, it was I mean three or four weeks ago we were talking or us and every other sports betting podcast out there we're talking about how 30 was just an unbelievable number to be oh, yeah, the, I had him to at be 32 and you guys all gave me shit for it yeah everyone was talking about how 30 was like a record low for a, a total in a power five football game and now it's at 26 because they're and it still might get bumped yeah they're completely inept at scoring the football so if I you're not they play saturday don't they I, I assume i don't know yeah i don't know but um but if you're again if you're not betting iowa under um then then you hate money um colton let's move to you all right <clears throat> uh to start i'm kind of with nick on this i got texas at minus 12 and a half instead of minus 13 and a half uh is this the first week yours is back or is that last week mm. last week i believe yeah i think it was last week wasn't it last week uh, regardless, yours is back. Um, Texas Tech, you know, we were on them in the beginning, but um, I'm, I'm taking the Longhorns in this one uh, at minus 12 and a half. Uh, going with, I have two of my, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but two of my favorite teams to bet with. Um, we're going Missouri's minus seven and a half at Arkansas. Um, I honestly thought about teasing this up to even like minus eight and a half. Uh, because I've really liked what Missouri's done this year. Um, Arkansas isn't looking like their typical Arkansas team um, this year. And I really like the Tigers uh, throughout this year and even uh, when they get the bowl game. And then KU minus six. The one pick that I was kind of skeptical in picking last week was what they're plus nine and a half. But they're playing Cincinnati this week. Um, I, I, I see them winning this by a touchdown at least. Um, so that's why I'm going with a minus six for KU. You're all you. You've done well this this year so far with your picks. I don't. We were talking about not having the the full record for the for the year, right. but I feel like you keep you keep breaking the one of the main rules of betting is don't bet on your own teams. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Start bent with your heart, and then it bites you in the ass. Now, you, I usually <laughs> before we even started this, I would usually like stay away from the Chiefs, stay away from KU. But I've, I started it when we started up this podcast, and it's been it's been working well. So I gotta kind of keep yeah. rolling with it. Yeah. Yeah, I steer well clear of betting Wyoming games, but they they lose. I mean, they're not doing bad this year, but typically they'd lose even if I thought about betting their game. So I saw this is totally off topic, but um, I saw Joey Bosa got hurt, and the first comment I saw was, "My bad, guys. I bet on the Chargers to win. This is my fault." <laughs> oh man. That's so good. We, Cody should join a uh, JMU Reddit forum and apologize. <laughs> Be like, my bad. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Cody, let's move to your uh, college football picks for this week. All right. For mine, I'm taking a money line team for the game of the week. Um, I believe it's two versus three or two versus four. I forgot what Ohio State was ranked. But I'm taking Michigan money line against Ohio State. Um, I do think Michigan is a good team, despite the whole sign stealing controversy scandal, whatever you want to call it, going on there. Um, I like how Michigan runs the football. I think they're going to control clock and just run it down Ohio State's throat. My second one, I'm taking Oklahoma minus ten and a half against TCU. TCU is just not a good football team. K State beat them by like forty, I think. Um, Oklahoma needs a win to still be in the Big Twelve title game hunt. So I think Lincoln Riley, or not Lincoln Riley, wow, uh, Brett Brett Venables is going to rally the troops to get a win there. Last one, I'm taking Louisville Moneyline against Kentucky. Um, regular listeners of the show knows I absolutely hate Kentucky after they embarrassed me against Georgia. So now I'm just a vendetta against Kentucky. Yeah, it's their fault you took that shitty line. Yep, it was. <laughs> yeah, speaking of TCU, it, it it is crazy. I mean, this just shows you know how crazy the world of sports is last year they were playing for a national championship um and this year they've completely fallen off the map um i do think that that speaks a little bit to the need personally for and i think from what a lot of people in sports feel the need for um for expansion in the college football playoff because you it does leave the door open for a cinderella um, to get in there and, and do something. Um, but yeah, they I'm going to, I'm going to go out and say that they'll, they'll get destroyed this weekend. But every time I've said that on the podcast about a team, it didn't matter what team it is. Um, they've come out and, and won the game that week. So maybe I just screwed Cody's bet there, but Wait, I'm going to, I'm going to say something here yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, Cody, since you're going with Michigan, I'm going to go ahead and add something to my bet slip right now and fade you immediately. I'm taking Ohio State's money line versus Michigan just because you're taking Michigan's money line. Like That's it. the smart thing to I do, like so I would go I put like your it. whole bank So go ahead and add that into my bet slip. Um, adding it. Yes. Adding it. Let me just add Ohio State. I love State. this. This is amazing. Money. There's no other reason. I, I thought about that game all week, and you know what? I kind of thought, like, okay, if someone's going to go with it this week, I might fade them, but since, Cody, you picked it, I'm for sure fading it, 1,000%. <laughs> That's a smart thing. Just go ahead and throw the whole bank account. I on. love it. I love it. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i okay with, with even, you know, a little, little, a little personal, like, side action. doesn't even have to be money, like – um, like a shaved head action. I, I don't know. I'm just like some sort of side bet. Cody yeah. will be in Kansas 
shortly. That is true. He could pay up on I it. I would say shave our facial hair, but only one of us have that. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. All right. Well, let's let's take a look at our parlay this week. Hopefully it can do better than last week's college football uh, parlay. Nick, give us your parlay pick for the week. My parlay pick for the week. Bama minus 14 and a half against Auburn. Uh, Auburn got beat by my boy Joshua Lee Mitchell's New Mexico State. Uh, I think they were like, what, 20-some-odd point favorites, give or take? That might be wrong, but they lost New Mexico State. I know they were in a bowl game a couple of years ago, but, I mean, for goodness sake, yeah, it's just embarrassing to lose to them. How much money did no, uh, did uh, New Mexico State bring in from that game? Like 1.6, 1.8 million, I think, roughly. Some, some stupid amount. Like That bu- that bugs the hell out of me that, that, that the SEC does that so late in the year. Yeah, like, like, like there's Alabama, no reason why. Alabama... Yeah. And Auburn always have some, and and it it bit Auburn in the ass this week or this year, but they always have some cupcake on their schedule right before the Iron Bowl. Yep. Always. No, I think it's like you said, it's the Iron Bowl, but I think Bama's going to beat the shit out of them. Colton, what do you got? All right, I'm going with uh, Iowa and Nebraska. Um, Twenty six points. It scared me. I was the first one to talk shit on 32 being uh, very low, 26. So I just went straight Iowa money line. Um, I, I'm kind of with Nick. I can see this being like 10 to 3 or 3 to 6. That's why I'm staying away from the point spread and just taking Iowa's money line. Yeah, I, it's it does suck because Iowa is a good team um, defensively. And I would say overall, um, they just I, – I even think they've got – they have – playmakers on offense they just can't the the play calling is abysmal um cody what do you got for my parlay i'm sticking with the game of the week i have ohio state versus michigan under 46 and a half i'd be interested to see like if you took major uh rivalry games in the power five okay we'll 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 get out of um We'll get out of the group of five, but just power five major rivalries, Ohio, Ohio State, Alabama, Auburn. Like what what's the over under record on those games? And let's just say since like two thousand. Like I'd be interested to know that number. I don't have it in front of me. Um but I have to imagine that the under hits more often than not. You said Ohio State, Michigan. Well, I'm saying I'm just, just saying I'm just saying rivalry game in general. Oh, in general oh, oh, but, okay, okay, okay. I mean, it'd probably be easier to look up Ohio State, Michigan. But yeah, I I have to assume that it'd probably be under just because you know if, even if it, even if one of the teams is bad, they're going to play up for that game. Right. But I don't know. Wait, anyway. well, does anybody know what the over-under was for KUK State last week? Uh, I do not know Not that. off the top of my head, no. no. Um, but, anyways, that, that parlay, um, Bama minus 14.5, Iowa money line, and Ohio State, Michigan under 46.5 comes out to plus 746 on FanDuel, correct, Cody? Or, correct. Yeah, yeah. So plus seven forty six on FanDuel. Um, so decent number um, for a three pick parlay. 
hopefully it can hit this week. Uh, if nothing else, at least get a little bit closer than last week. Get one of them right. <laughs> Moving on to the NFL, um, we're going to stick with Nick. Um, Nick, let's get your NFL picks for this week. All right. Um, in the spirit of Rand Dizzle not being here, Cowboys Commanders are going over 48 and a half. Um, it was funny. I spoke to my uncle today on the phone, and he asked me if he should start Terry McLaurin, and I said no because we're playing the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have a really good defense, but it's Thanksgiving in Jerry World. They're going to put up a lot of points for the hometown fans. Another weird one. I say another weird one. It's the NFL. They're all pro teams, but I think this is a weird game to pick. Uh, would they be an NFC South matchup? Taking Saints-Falcons over 42-and-a-half. I like Bijan. I like Drake London. I like Kyle Pitts if they use him. I think Desmond has got a kick in his ass after getting benched for a couple weeks. Is um, he starting this week? Hit over. That's what I've heard. Yep. Is that he's starting. Um, and then I have where to go? There it is. Uh, I got Lions minus seven and a half against Green Bay. Another Thanksgiving game. It's going to be a fun one to watch. I think that's eleven thirty kickoff Central Time. So about twelve thirty Eastern. It's going to be an early-ish game. I think the Packers have looked atrocious. It's a rivalry game. Packers might play up to their level. I don't see where the Lions don't run away with this in Ford Field. So I'm just going to, and this is not, trust me, my my betting record is not uh, anything to, to tail. But just looking at our, our bet slips here so far, I see a handful of, like, trap spreads that just in the future just i i would i'm not saying don't take seven and a half because it's green bay i know i talked shit on green bay last week and they won but i would in that case if i if i liked that game i liked the lions with the points i would have tried to at least see what the what it would have cost me to buy it down to like six and a half right so that i could lions win by seven Right, and then I don't have to worry about losing that bet when they do win by just a touchdown. But by all means, don't you you do what you what works for you. I'm just seeing like seven and a half, fourteen and a half, just a handful of of trap spreads um, that I would at least look into alternate spread lines. What you got, Nate? Um, I found not since two thousand. I think that's what you said. But since two thousand and twelve, so twenty twelve to twenty twenty two, ten years. The over is hit nine times. The under has gone once, and damn. that was in 2012. Well, I don't know a damn thing. Um, I will. I'll post the article, but interesting. And that like, that's that that's in stupid, the, that's in Ohio State, Michigan. Ohio State, Michigan. Yes. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it was on Forbes betting, so I don't. I hopefully I didn't just read that wrong, but <laughs> Colton, what do you got for? Uh, NFL this week. All right. Uh, I would say most of mine are really risky this week, maybe besides one. Um, that one being the Cardinals' money line versus the Rams. Um, Rams have not looked the greatest, and Cardinals are one of my teams to go with uh, recently um, with Kyler back in action. He's looked really good. Um, I know they ended up losing last week, but they played a really, uh, really good game. Um, so I'm taking Cardinals' money line there. Uh, this one, now that you're talking about trap spreads, I, I should have teased this up to plus 13 and a half, but I'm taking the commanders plus 12 and a half at the Cowboys. Why? Uh, maybe just to piss off Randy. I'm not sure. 
Um, Rest in I don't know. He's not dead. He's just not here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like Sam Howell's been, you know, tearing it up through the air. Just can't win games. Um, I don't see them winning this at all. Um, I'm just hoping that it can be less. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the Cowboys just win by 10. Um, but we'll kind of see on that. And then the rhyme and reason for this next one, I really couldn't find another game that I liked. So with the Bucks money line at the Colts, uh, there's not really a reason. Um, just to add another bet to my bet slip, I was just kind of like going riskier. So I was like, yeah, we'll just add that there. Fair enough. I, I saw something you talking about Kyler Murray. I saw something that was like showed a clip of him like scrambling and it was like Kyler Murray runs Kyler Murray running on the field looks like a toddler that just like stole something and was running from their parents. <laughs> oh, <this> is- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thumb. Why don't you wrap up our NFL picks for the week? All right. For my three picks this week, I have the Panthers versus Titans under 37 and a half. Um, Panthers offense has not looked good. Titans have Derek Henry. If they're just going to try to run the ball, control clock with it being in Nashville. Um, Colton's a guaranteed loss this week. Cause I also have bucks money line against the Colts. Damn. Um, the bucks have been probably my NFL team of the year. They've done better than most teams for me. The last one I have Eagles a straight money line against the bills. Um, Eagles only have one loss on the year. The bills have not looked like the bills of the past few years. I like the Eagles in it. I don't love that as a Josh Allen fan, but I do like. Wait, what was your last one, Cody? Eagles straight money line against the Bills. Okay, but you know, I love I love me some Jason Kelsey, so I guess I'll let it slide. Um, but you you should be happy I took that because that that means the Bills will win. So well, yeah, that depends if Josh Allen doesn't try to do too much, um, like he always does. Um. Okay, uh, NFL parlay. These look all these look doable. Um, if Commanders defense can show up, I'll say that. Um, but let's go to NFL parlay. Nick, lead us off. Ooh, I didn't know I faded you on that one. Sorry, Cody. That's that was actually not my intention. Um, my pick is I got Niners. My San Francisco 49ers. First time betting on them on the podcast because I don't like betting on my team. Um, I'm taking a minus seven against Seattle. I think Geno's questionable. Kenneth Walker, doubtful. I don't know the status of anybody else on that team for Seattle, but to my knowledge, the Niners are healthy going into this. I think, you know, BCB, otherwise known as Big Cock Brock, has been rolling. I think, as a biased fan, needs to be put in the MVP conversation a little bit. Not dominating it, but maybe just mention a little bit. Um, I don't see why we shouldn't go into Seattle and beat the living shit out of them. And the fact that we're seven-point favorites going into Seattle that's something that I don't think's happened in a very long time for us so I like that I like us minus seven and it's got push potential too so I guess Colton what do you got all right I'm fading my parlay pick or my parlay team from last week I'm taking the Ravens money line at the Chargers just because I hate the Chargers it's fair can't you can't get it done in Lambo or against uh, the Packers Screw you. I'm done with you. <laughs> Does it worry you at all that they may be out OBJ and are for sure out Mark Andrews? 
Um, no, because it has nothing to do with their personnel. It's my personal vendetta against the Chargers right now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Cody, I want to hear your reasoning behind this. Because this, this is the one that worries me a little bit just because we know that the Cowboys are more than capable of putting up 40 points or close to. So what's your reasoning behind your bet here? Well, first of all, what is your bet here? All right, so my parlay pick is Cowboys versus Commanders under a 48-and-a-half. Um, my main reason for this is it's a short week for both teams. Both of them play on Thursday. They both played Sunday. Um, I feel like once the Cowboys get up 35-0, to zero, they're just going to run the clock, run the ball, chew clock, and just try and get out of there as quick as possible. That, Cody, that's actually solid reasoning. I'll give it to you. Well done. But it's only going to be twelve to zero. Um, yeah, I mean these are. We're not these talking are, about Iowa anymore. <laughs> these are these are doable. <laughs> it's a uh, plus four thirty nine on Fanduel, um, so a a reasonable uh, plus number uh, to throw throw some money on. Try to pad the the bankroll a little bit. Um, couple topics not related to um, our current bets. Um, this. Just I was just sitting here getting ready for the for the show, and I thought about this topic, and I I wanted to get your guys's opinion on that. And then Cody brought up that he might have to kind of swing how he's going to answer this question. But what is your guys's most profitable team? Or I'll give you player if you want to go prop bets. But most profitable team all time for betting, like so teams that you've bet on over and over and over again and won the most money on. Well, uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Nick. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um because I don't bet straight up on teams. I do a lot of prop stuff. Um I think overall probably Sabonis. Betting on Sabonis props or Jokic props has always been really solid for me. I think those are the two dominant big men in the NBA. Like they've definitely won me a lot of money. Um, if I got to pick a team, shit. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've won decent money betting on the Astros um, in the playoffs, which I know is really weird since they lost. But even a little bit of New Mexico State that I've got to bet on, which is another just super weird one. But I'd say those are probably it. Nice, uh, Colton. What about you? Okay, I actually have a handful that I, I'm recalling. Um, KU, I, I remember for sure losing one bet, but I, I feel like I've bet on them almost every week, and it's came out in my favor. Um, Mizzou lately, uh, I've been on them. Ever since they got ranked, I've been on top of them. Um, and I, I, like I said, I think they've lost one. Um, back in the beginning of the year, I was on Wyoming. Um, and then once they they uh, lost that one game, I was kind of off of them. Um, but I think the team that's actually won me the most money has been the Vikings. Um, I was kind of looking back. I know in the beginning of the year, I said I had that big uh, parlay hit with the Vikings with Kirk Cousins and all the player props. And then um, after he got hurt, I think I kind of took that 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 time off. And then once Joshua Dobbs took over, I went back onto them, and I think I've bet them on the show and off the show almost every week, and then I'm pretty sure I've won all of them, if I remember right. Whether that's their spread um, or straight money lines or player props. 
Well, they haven't been rushing player props. I can almost guarantee that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't. I don't. I don't think I've bet a player prop for them since I hit that because I didn't want to jinx myself. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, what about you? Is it one of your? It's not one of your twenty-one leg parlays, is it? No. When Drake first mentioned this question to us, I I got to thinking. Well, I've not had a lot of luck betting because my life is just a shit show in general, but that's a topic for a whole other podcast. Um, so, but I feel like I have had a few luck with North Carolina. I think I'm 2-1 and one or 3-1 and one when I bet with them. Um, Oklahoma State's given me some luck recently. I think I'm 1-1, one and one, which am I, what do you mean you're 500? For me, that's a win, so I'm going to count that. Um, other than that, just any team I pick, just do what Colton did and just fade immediately. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, it's, I mean, according to the app that I use to, to track, like, my bets across all of the sports books, my most profitable team is is the Pitt Panthers, which is random. But it's because the, <laughs> one day I got pissed off because I was just losing bet after bet after bet and was like, you know what, to hell with it. I put, like, 80 bucks on the... Pitt Panthers to win because they were a decent favorite um and it, it paid out I think I won like $78 off that bet um that's the most money I've made off of just a single game bet not a not a parlay or anything like that so technically my my most profitable team is the Pitt Panthers but I would say like the team and the player that I go back to the most is probably the Sacramento Kings and like like Nick said uh Demonis Sabonis he's just so he's he's very routine i mean you can go back to him and and count on 10 rebounds and and you know 15 points um when he's on the floor he's sprinting from one end to the other Uh, you know everybody else kind of looks like they're standing still um so plus the fact you know they don't really tip off to like 9 30 so i can actually watch the game so even if i'm not doing anything i don't have a bet in on that game um i see that they got a game tipping off or them or the clippers um I will, you know, just throw some sort of player prop parlay together and uh, and then watch that game. So, um, yeah, I would say, obviously, the Pitt Panthers and then the Sacramento Kings and Demonis Sabonis. Yeah, to even, like, piggyback off Sabonis, I pulled it up just to look. He's 8 for 11 from the field right now with 23 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. Yeah. Like, Dude, he's even Steven, man, just... Just yeah. flatline, which is crazy because you watch him play and he's all over the place, but he's just cold-blooded, man. I mean, this year they've played, what, 15 games? I don't know how many games they played. 13th. I think this is their 14th. He's averaging 20 and 12 with seven assists, shooting 62%. Like, he's probably one of the safer bets in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's probably, I don't know, I check it daily, but there's probably six guys in the NBA that are always uh, favorites to get a double-double. You've got Jokic, Luka, Damanis Sabonis, um, Rudy Gobert, Tyrese Halliburton. Anthony Davis? Yes, Anthony Davis. Um, And then you've got some that are on the the bubble that that might get – they might be – plus money one night and then minus the other, which would be like Giannis and Joel Embiid 
and you know guys like that. Um, but Luca and Joker are always their money for to to bet double double is always just astronomical, right? Like it's way too high. Like by the time you add more stuff into it, you're like six picks into a parlay before it's to a number that you would like. Whereas I mean, Jokic put, didn't even double double tonight; he triple doubles. Yeah, and if you put, but if you put like Sabonis or Halliburton in there, they're usually in the realm of, I don't know, minus three hundred, um, on on double doubles. So you put that with one, maybe two more picks, and you've got yourself a, a decent plus number parlay to try and double your money. Um, so yeah, Randy's blowing us up with with uh that he f- did not see that we were picking today or that we were recording today yeah cody oh, i see he wasn't what's up grinding cob the bastard um to go on the double double thing currently on FanDuel to record a double double anthony davis is minus 410 luca is minus 145 and lebron is minus 115 for the mavs lakers game tonight which see that i don't know if luca's just kind of been having some off nights or or what because there for probably the first six or eight games of the season he was in the minus like 650 minus 800 to get a double double for like six or seven games straight to record a triple double luca is plus 600 lebron is plus 750 hmm. and then anthony davis is plus 9000 so well, I'm sure you guys heard the uh, the Discord uh, chime come in. Uh, that's that that would be producer Randy telling us that he forgot or did not see the messages that we were going to record tonight to try and beat out Thanksgiving. Um, so, hopefully, the next time we record, he's back on with us. He was a little under the weather last week, and and this week didn't pay attention to his his phone. Been playing too much Call of Duty. So. Um, <laughs> So one last thing for this week's episode. I kind of teased it a little bit in the opener, but I want to get your guys' take on potentially changing the name of the podcast, which I know sounds stupid on the eighth episode, which it's technically the fifth episode because I haven't posted five or six yet. But on the eighth episode that we've recorded to change the name of a podcast. But here's my thought process. One, we never really discussed like what we would want the name to be. I just put it put the degenerates kind of in a placeholder, um, and then it just kind of worked out that you know oh, we're all athletic trainers. It's got an AT in there. We can kind of play with that on the logo, and we just kind of ran with it from there. But if you Google degenerates podcast or you go into Spotify or Apple Podcasts and type in degenerates you're going to get a thousand different degenerates podcasts. Um, and I kind of feel like it's the, the market of, of sports betting is saturated with the term oversaturated with the term degenerates. Um, so I'm throwing out there that we, that we potentially change, change the name of the podcast going forward. Um, just kind of wanted to get your guys's feel on recording. Um, to to what you think we should do with the with the show and the name going forward i'm cool with it um i think it's you know the idea we have in mind i think it works we've mentioned it several times throughout the past you know eight episodes in parentheses five 
So I think it's, you know, it's kind of like a big dad joke. We can fit it in. Um, and I, you know, I'm a sucker for really shitty jokes. Um, and if it's definitely oversaturated, we want to stand out. You know, at the end of the day, we are doing this for fun. But if we do want to reach an audience, we need to discern ourselves from others. Yeah, I agree. I, I kind of feel like we, we found a theme um, now that we've been going for a while and something that, like, sticks with us. And, I mean, people, like, eventually when we build an audience, people will know us by that. But that's, like, our thing that we, we've kind of built over the last, uh, you know, two months. Um, and I feel like it'll, because it'll, what, like our name now, the degenerates, we say it in the beginning and the ending. Um, and like, yeah, we've just like, we've, just, we've explained what it means, but what we have in mind, I feel like fits like the whole group as a, as a whole way better. Yeah. And, and like I said, the, the, the fact that degenerates has an AT in it that we could play off of, but I mean, and we've talked somewhat about, uh, injuries and stuff like that which i think we still will but i just don't think that us being athletic trainers is gonna you know play into the show as much as maybe we thought it would when we first made the the uh the logo and stuff like that so right cody what what are uh what are your thoughts uh my, my thoughts i like the new name idea um we always joke about how you should do pretty much the name with my picks <laughs> So it just fits me great. Um, as Colton already said it immediately when I said one of my picks, he picked the other one. So I'm in favor of it. All right. Well, um, with one abstaining because Randy's not here, um, I think that's going to go ahead and pass as, as a uh, four zero and and one vote. Um, so going forward, uh, this podcast will no longer be called The Degenerates, uh, but will now be called fade responsibly so for those of you that don't know tailing somebody on a bet would be you like what they are taking so you're gonna follow that bet fading it would be you're gonna do the exact opposite so um go ahead and fade our bets responsibly and uh that's gonna be the, the name of the of the podcast going forward um just because one it makes sense two i don't think it's oversaturated in the market and when you do a a search on Apple or Spotify, I think it's actually going to pop up because right now, if you search for us, you're not going to find it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we'll make that switch uh, going forward, starting on episode nine. Yeah, I also got tired of telling uh, my friends a podcast name and then coming back to like, I can't find it. So then I have to right. send them the link. <laughs> right. Right. So hopefully. Well, I think just for ease of finding it, like you said. Yeah. Hopefully it'll. Do you guys have friends? Hopefully it'll pop up a little better. Randy is losing his mind right now that he's well, not. This he's, is got, my he's got FOMO. Attempt of a joke. He's got can we FOMO. talk about, like, can we get a round of applause for how, look at us, all of us agreeing on something? Look at this guy. That might be the first time Drake and Colton, or Drake and Nick ever agreed with something that I said, so. For sure. Well, you're actually disagreeing with what Drake said, so. <laughs> Would it be a sheep? Bah! Well, are Arkansas and Stanford in double overtime right now? That doesn't help me because I had Arkansas minus five and a half. I have Arkansas straight money line. All right. Well, rather than just let a, you listen to us uh, talk about the bad bets that we've made any longer, um, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. 
Um, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, rate and review. Uh, make sure you're, you're following us on, on Twitter, Twitter as well. Um, and that'll do it for, for this episode and the, the last episode under the name The Degenerates. Although that doesn't change who we are. We all are still a bunch of degenerates. So for Nick, Cody, Colton, I'm Drake. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.